Smarties, today we are discussing college learners. We love working with college students as they both make the transition into college or they've already started college and they need a little extra support from educational therapy. Today we discuss the different executive functioning needs of college learners and share the decisions that they need to make and things that they need to consider in this transition. We are also excited to share with you our calendaring for college learners checklist. If you are on our Learn Smarter podcast email list, you will have this in your inbox this morning. If you're not, go ahead and sign up for our email list. You can do that at www.learnsmarterpodcast.com. Additionally, if you have a learner that is either in college, transitioning into college, or you're an adult yourself listening to the podcast, we love working with you. So go ahead and sign up for our phone call. Steph's practice is myedtherapist.com, and you can sign up for a phone call on her website, and my practice is capedtherapy.com, K-A-P-P-edtherapy.com. We're excited to chat with you. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 281 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Kapp. And today we're excited to talk to you about the calendar checklist for college learners. And this is a goodie. This is a goodie, but before we dig into that, I want to follow up about your dry bar appointment. Oh. I feel our audience deserves to know. Okay, okay. So if you listened last week, you heard about how Rachel gave me a gift certificate to dry bar when I had surgery literally like two weeks before the pandemic. Then I found it in my email a couple of weeks ago because I had forgotten <laughs> about it and I was supposed to go on Saturday. Oh, we could talk about my executive functioning fail. So I was also going to dry bar <laughs> at the same time. And I went to the wrong location. Yeah. And I was on the phone as it was happening. I said, Steph, she goes, executive functioning fail. I said it was. It was. Luckily, I was able to get my hair done. Don't worry, everybody. It looked great. But why don't you share with our audience what you did? You guys, I canceled the appointment. <laughs> when she texted me and said send pick of your hair. I said, don't kill me, but I canceled it. That's what I wrote. Because let me just tell you why. Mm -hmm. The location was like 20 minutes away and I didn't feel like leaving the house. That early because we were going to a concert separately, but we both went to the same concert. It just felt like too much. I needed to just chill at home. And then I felt like I wouldn't appreciate it as much. So <laughs> you would have presented getting your hair done as opposed to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it. So it's going to happen soon. And it's going to happen at a closer location. And FYI, Dry Bar, why do you have two locations in the South Bay that are like 30 <laughs> minutes apart from each other? Literally. So maybe there should be one in the middle. So if you work at Dry Bar, go ahead and open up a location like Manhattan Beach, Redondo Beach near Steph's house, please. It's too much, guys. I don't want to drive all that way up the hill. It's up a mountain. I don't want to do it. You act as if like you're walking up the mountain. You're not walking up the mountain. No, it's just driving up the Palos Verdes Mountain is not that fun. Listen, it was a bridge too far for you that day. It was. So I didn't go, but 
We went to the concert separately. We had the exact same feelings about it. Yeah, we did, actually, when we talked about yeah. it. We went to Ed Sheeran. Steph, I realized when I was there, this is my third time seeing him. Because he talked about that show at the Hollywood Palladium. Yeah. And I went, oh, my God. I was at that show. I remember being there. How funny. Yeah, because he opened for Snow Patrol. Oh. And I went with friend of the podcast, Caitlin. She invited me to go. And she's like, yeah, I don't know who the opener was. But I knew who he was already at that point. Point. Oh, how funny. And so it's like, oh, I absolutely want to see him live. And then I also saw him with Lindsay at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh. Yeah. So this was my third Ed Sheeran show. Go on. Anyway, we were both having feelings because we felt like it was Los Angeles. On a Saturday night. He played a lot of really great songs and did some covers of some stuff in his own version. And he's very talented. He's like a one-man show, which is amazing. But I really enjoy him. Did you watch his documentary? No. Disney Plus. I don't have Disney Plus. Uh, We've talked about that. I'll give you the thing. Okay. But also, I was a little disappointed that he didn't bring out a special guest. Yeah. That's asking a lot. I know. But it's Saturday night in LA. Look, he brought out Eminem in Detroit. I know, but that just felt like he had more access here. So like it would have been easier. (laughs) Yeah, but like he's saying the Justin Bieber song. Did you know that he wrote Loved Yourself? No. I didn't know he wrote that either. And so the whole time I was recording, I'm like, Justin's coming out. Justin's coming out. At first I was like, oh, is Snoop Dogg going to come out? I knew he always performed that song. But like he lives here. In Inglewood. That's right where we were. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Enough of our chit chat. He's really wonderful live. He truly sounds great live. He's really talented. He's really talented. We really enjoy some Ed Sheeran in our lives. Yeah. Plus, I just feel like he's a nice guy. Nobody says anything bad about him. And believe me, we're in LA. Like, we knew all about Ellen before that came out. For sure. You just know people in the industry. The one thing that I think I was surprised about was the Jimmy Fallon stuff that came out recently. But his shows in New York, he really seems just like a nice guy he does seem like a nice guy wait can i ask one more question do you remember when he dedicated a song to courtney was it courtney cox i think it was probably courtney cox we need to look up what her fiance's name is okay because they were there were they there yeah that's what he said yeah but you know he had just posted on instagram a video with her well he said that they're here celebrating their anniversary and i believe her fiance is a musician That's why I was like, is it Courtney Cox? I didn't put that together until just now. So it was. I think so. Now that you said it. Okay. 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 Anyway. (laughs) Moving on. It was Betsy that made the connection, not me. So I won't take all the credit. Okay. Let's talk about what needs to be on a college student's calendar. But before we do that, we wanted to have a quick conversation and talk about a decision that college students need to make. Every single college learner is getting a brand new email when they start school. So the most crucial decision early on to make is what is the main email? Are you going to keep your personal email or are you going to transition everything onto your college email? Because as you know, from earlier episodes where we talk about management of your digital systems, you have to have 
only one email. We do not want learners checking multiple places. That being said, there's always a way to import from one email to another. Learners just need to decide what is their main email that they're checking because we don't want them checking multiple places. And whatever email is selected, that's the accompanying calendar that's going to be your main calendar. Steph, do you have an opinion on whether or not learners pick their school email or their personal email. I was going to ask you the same question. I'm mixed on it because the ease of using the school one feels good because a lot of things are already integrated. Mm -hmm. The termination of that email is stressful. Is stressful. Yeah, I don't like that. So I have my personal email and then I have my work email. Mm -hmm. My calendar and everything goes through my work email. I don't have it in my personal. Uh I mean, it's there, but I don't check it through there. I only check it through my work one. And I happen to like that. So I'm going to say I'm mixed. What is your preference? I think go ahead and use the school email for ease of use and worry about the termination of that when it happens. Yeah, if you think about what I'm doing, I'm working using my work one because there's a lot happening and I want it to catch it through there. Because sometimes it'll say, you know, is this an event when it catches it in your email? Right. And you want it going on your appropriate calendar. Are you telling me you're never in your personal email? No, I'm in my personal email, but I don't use the Google website. I use a program, like a different app, a client that only gets email. I don't open calendar stuff. What are you talking about right now? You know how you have the Gmail app? Yeah. On my phone, I have a separate app for my personal email. I also use that same app on my computer because there's a desktop version. So kind of similar to Outlook, it just opens email. Why? Uh, Because it also makes it easy for me to like unsubscribe and whatnot. And I don't like looking at it on the because that way I can have two separate situations where I don't have to go back and forth between the Chrome profiles as well for my email remember when I had it all coming into the same place and you're like you can't live like this you have to separate it yes both my calendars talk directly to each Mm -hmm. other so if I happen to be in the Google Chrome profile for my personal I can still put stuff on my business and see everything that I need to see for the business because everything is shared with both of them. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't ever have to go in my other profile, so it doesn't matter. I understand. That's just in preference. So I think where we've sort of landed is go ahead and use the school one and the school calendar. That being said, if it is not a Google provider... First of all, pick another school. No, <laughs> but if it is not a Google provider, then I would absolutely import it and I wouldn't suffer with Outlook. Yeah, agreed. If you smarties don't remember, we do have a calendar checklist, more of a generic one. We'll go ahead and link the episode in the show notes so you can listen to that episode on what should be on your calendar. And also you can go ahead and go to learnsmarterpodcast.com and get that calendar checklist as well. I think we made that calendar checklist back in 2018. A minute ago. Which feels like a long time ago when you look at it. But as far as what needs to be on a college learner's calendar. Okay, so the first thing, this is really obvious, but maybe not so obvious. So that's why we're putting it on there. But classes should be in 
your calendar because it's no longer a full day of school for learners. So they have to adjust to breaks and they're not going to school from eight to three like they were before. So classes need to be put in there so they can see. And we're going to talk about this in coming up episodes, but just future, what I like to call scan and plan. So it's when there are things that are overlapping that you need to see. And if it's not in your calendar, you might forget in that moment that there's something that is going to prevent you from going to. So the classes should be in there. Yep. Next thing that Steph wisely put down, and I never would have thought to put this down on the checklist, is meals. And why don't I remember to do that? Because I honestly should have that in my calendar as well. Sometimes you do. I have lunch in my calendar, but I never have breakfast in my calendar. Well, that's because sometimes we have it literally when we're recording too. Right, right. (laughs) Okay, here's the thing about meals. And I think this is really important. Number one, where is it coming from? Some students have it in the dorm. Some of them have to go and travel to a different building that is far away. Mm -hmm. Some students have a meal plan that is only once a day or things like that. So they have to figure out their meals for the rest of the day, right? And this is going to involve some meal planning. And then this is also going to involve them having to figure out when they can actually eat So let's say lunch is served in the cafeteria from 12 to 2, but they don't have time or they're in class. They need to figure out other options. And I know some schools have multiple dining halls. So one might be open at a certain time and another one might be open at another time. And the good one might be open at a certain time for breakfast, but they're not the good one for lunch, right? Sure. So really depends. So you really need to have a sense of when you are going to take care of your body. And that is very important. I appreciated that you put that on there. The next thing that needs to be on there is a plan for laundry. That doesn't mean that that's the only thing they're doing during that time, because as we know, laundry can take an hour and a half, two hours, but it means you have to get the quarters or you have to make sure there's money on your card for the laundry. Make sure you have the detergent that you need for the laundry and that you have the time set aside to do it. And if you're like me and Steph, the time set aside to put it away. Oof. <laughs> That's on my agenda today. Oy, oy, oy. Me too, Steph. What time are you planning to do that today? This afternoon. Okay. Text me when you're doing it and I'll try to do it too. Because the last few times I've done laundry, I've literally just been getting dressed out of the pile. Oh, as am I. All the time. <laughs> if you've been around for a minute, you know that this is... This is our ongoing struggle. (sighs) This is the thing I hate the most. But here's the thing. I also want to say with laundry, you need to make sure that the machines are open and you need to make sure that when it ends, you're not in class. So you hog the machines and someone dumps your stuff all over. This is a problem. I remember that was happening in my dorm in freshman year. So it's a lot of planning. And I want to also put on there that in addition to laundry, meals, and whatever, mm-hmm. taking care of your body is what exercise or what things yep. you're going to do and when. 
putting that in there is important. And the other thing to consider going back to the meals, if you're on medication, which we can go ahead and talk about medication now, since I brought it up, it's even more important that you're considering your meal schedule. So let's talk about medication. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes when learners are going to college, it is the first time that they are responsible for their medication schedule. And what I mean by that, usually they have experience being responsible for taking it, but it's about making sure it's ordered and making sure that you have the prescription for it. Luckily, there are great workarounds on this. Just like Amazon, you can auto-subscribe to things, so things just show up as you need it. The same thing can happen with your medication with apps like Alto or things like that. We're not sponsored, but Alto, if you want to sponsor us, hit us up. (laughs) That's what we use here, so that it just shows up when it's supposed to be there. I was going to say, there's things like getting a three-month supply from your provider so that you don't have to do it ongoing, but then When there are prescriptions that are triplicate form, that gets a little bit harder because they need the physical prescription. And so then seeing if the doctor's office can mail it directly to your pharmacy and have it delivered, things like that, workarounds. Mm -hmm. But it gets a little complicated to make sure. Or if you go to the health center and you can get it there, there's options. But you need to make that appointment in advance is what we're saying. You can't run out of the prescription and then just not have it for three weeks, which happens a lot with our learners. So this is a date they need to be mindful about and planning forward for. Mm -hmm. And then the other things that need to be on the calendar include social events. If you're joining a fraternity or sorority, those dates need to be on it. Any clubs, you need those meeting times on it. You can even put in walking times so you know what time you have to leave and how long it'll take for you to get there. Football games. Football games, absolutely. All the athletic stuff. If you're at a school that's doing all that fun stuff, pregame parties, so on and so forth. And then significant dates for the academic calendar. So for college students specifically, drop debt dates and deadlines, registration dates, when their registration window opens, start dates, breaks, etc. And then going along with that is final schedule, mm-hmm. putting when finals are and when they have midterms. And all of that is going to be on a syllabus, usually. Probably depends on the school. Mm -hmm. And the teacher and the professor, right? Yeah. So having the syllabus for the class will have all the important dates and things that they need to put in when things are due. I remember in college, I would sit there and take each one and go through my paper planner back in the day and put all of the dates in. And I remember that my friends would sit there and want to look at mine because I had already put it all in there and they hadn't enjoyed the forward planning. So yeah, all those things are in there and that's what they're there for. Use them. Use them. And then things like office hours, religious holidays, travel to and from school, if you need to book a shuttle or things like that, anything you can sort of do in advance when it's not a stressful situation. I guess people really would be doing Uber at this point. I I remember having to book a shuttle to the airport, but people would be doing Uber, right? Yeah. And Lyft. Yeah. I also want to add, if you're on a collegiate sport team, you need to have your schedule on your calendar. I happen to have one of those. So that's why it's top of mind. 
and it's a busy, busy schedule. So that's important as well. That's what you need on your calendar for college learners, Smarties. So if you are interested in joining us for Learn Smarter Pro, which is our group coaching program that helps you launch your practice in your community, go ahead and send us an email or sign up on our website, www.learnsmarterpodcast.com. Sign up to be on our email list, also on the same website. And we look forward to connecting with you in Learn Smarter Pro in 2024. And if you have a college age student that needs some help, please reach out to one of us. Or if you are a college student yourself and you need some help with this, please reach out to us. It's our favorite. Yeah. Have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week.